0: Welcome to Inside Today's Country, the show that gets the real stories from today's country stars. Stories you haven't heard anywhere else. Your host is Tim Black. Tim has been on the radio interviewing the biggest stars in the business and discovering new talent for more than 20 years. And now in his very own podcast. Are you ready? Let's go Inside Today's Country. On this edition of Inside Today's Country, we meet up with three brothers from Calgary, Alberta, who call themselves New Law. Their new single is called Take My Breath Away. The brothers have been performing for many years they actually did some busking to do market research to see which songs worked and didn't work for them they also survived the floods of Calgary Alberta in 2015 they lost their home and their dad said this
1: when our dad talks about the experience now it's not the things that he lost that gets him emotional but it's the support from the people
0: you'll find out more about new law next as we go inside today's country Take my well, we're happy to uh, welcome on the phone all the way from uh, Calgary, Alberta, Canada, a new band. But you guys have kind of been around for what 2015 ish is kind of where it is. It's uh, New Law, yeah, yeah. and we welcome you guys to the podcast. Welcome! Thank, Thank you. Glad yeah. to be here. Well, let's well, uh, uh, first of all let's introduce to who you guys are.
2: All right, I am Dane. Uh, I'm the youngest of the three brothers. I'm Ty.
1: Uh, I'm the male child. I'm Kate. I'm 23, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just say what we do too. I I work as a, in worship arts at my church in Calgary. Uh, I'm currently studying chemical engineering, and
2: I am currently in grade 12.
0: Wow! So look at you guys now. Let's let's. How did you guys start doing this? I mean, you're such young age. Obviously, you know, spending with the three brothers. How did you guys start with this? Yeah,
1: so growing up, we were uh, we were homeschooled, and so we spent a lot of time together playing sports and playing music. And I think music helped us kind of grow as brothers. And being homeschooled at that young age, it helped us uh, play music and grow that bond as brothers. And yeah, that's that's a bit how we started. Yeah, I think we were, we, we, our parents pushed us to, to play music largely because I think that, that they didn't and they, they wish that they, they did or they wished that they kept with it, whatever they started. So they sort of pushed us into that. Um, and then a couple years in when we were 10 or something like that, we, we started wondering, well, we're playing all these piano recitals or guitar recitals. Why are we not just playing songs together? So mm-hmm. that's when we sort of started, started playing together.
0: And where did the title or the name of the band come from?
1: Originally it started as a joke actually. Um we we were we were playing with our middle names a bit and trying to combine um certain names that might work. So my middle name is Newton and so we took the new from Newton. And then my middle name is Lewis, so that's the L and the W from law.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then uh, <laughs> my middle name my middle name is Jacob, so I get the <laughs> so I get the A in law. Wow,
0: you kind of uh <laughs> Okay. I I was about to say you got the short end of the stick there, man. (laughs) I know. I like the uh, the middle name Newton. I have never heard that one before. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a family name. That's my dad's middle name and my great grandpa's first name. So
0: isn't that awesome? Those those names, you know, uh, you don't hear those kind of names. Too often, and it's kind of neat when you can get one of those names. Yeah, for sure. So tell me, okay, so you got the band you formed, and uh, how did this, you know, all begin when you when you put the band together? What was the, you know, the first step for you guys?
1: Yeah, honestly, I think a lot of it started um, from the flood. So in 2013, there was a flood in Calgary, mm-hmm. um, and we were hit pretty hard. We live right on the river. Okay, um, and so that that experience kind of kicked off our songwriting, and I guess yeah, a lot of a lot of that and um, going through that turmoil we wrote about our experience and how could we come through uh, on the other side and so that uh, a lot of the songs from our first album in 2015 show you there's hope um, came from that experience for us so the flood was a, a big impact.
0: And what was the song you wrote for the flood?
1: Uh, a few actually. I think "Show You There's Hope" and "Push Through It." They were both written about the flood. Okay. And I think I think it was because because we were, we were homeschooled. Um, it was like we it was our first like real emotional experience, our first like real challenge. We ended up losing our house. Um, oh really? And me, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And our room, me and Kate, our rooms were in the basement. So so for us, we were. I don't know how old would you have been? Fifteen. Yes. Six, about, yeah. Sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. 15, 16, I was 14, and our rooms were in the basement, so we essentially lost everything that we owned. And, I mean, like, we were kids, so it's nothing important, but it's still, you know, it's it's your, your books or, or mm-hmm. your, you know, your mattress and your pillow or the things that, that you really cherish then. So it was a big emotional experience, and that really – yeah, it, it able it, it gave us something to write about, sort of for the first time.
0: Take me yeah. through that whole experience of that flood. I mean, I, I, a lot of us remember that, but if you guys were right there and and obviously losing your home, what was the experience like as a family and brothers? how How did you guys pull pull through with that?
2: What our parents kind of pushed on us the whole time is that they were just materials. Um, yeah, so the water, of course, did a ton of damage throughout the home and and with the silt and everything, like even cars um, were unsalvageable. But really, what our parents had really pushed time and time again is that they were just things, right? And we, we still had each other and we still had a family. And uh, so we rebuilt and we live on the same lot now and everything. So, yeah, when our dad talks about the experience now, it's not the things
1: that he lost that gets him emotional, but it's the support from the people. Um, and how the community rallied together and, uh, came together. It really was for Calgary. I think it was, well, devastating. It was like, it was cool to see the community rally together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, because it's just, again, like Dane was saying, it's just material things, things can be replaced. And I think that that helped grow our bond as a family, um, and yeah, grow our strength through
0: that. So, and there's still some emotion in your guys' voices about that as well. Obviously, it's still a memory for yeah. you guys, right? Yeah. Well, I think it's mm-hmm. cool that you got to rebuild exactly where you are, and that you know that's that's fantastic that you stayed in the same area and you didn't you know move away from it, and and good for you guys for rebuilding and continuing on. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right, let's talk about uh, who you guys draw from and some interesting uh, bands that you guys you know like to bring the creative juices from, including the Beatles and CCR, which I think is interesting.
1: Yeah, that was that was the music that we grew up listening to. Like uh, that was that was what our parents listened to uh, growing up. That's what that's what we heard in our house. You know, every morning or while while we were we're studying, or doing work or something like that. So um, it's. I mean, even even if that's not the stuff that, that we currently listen to or, or push, it's like that was the stuff that really
2: shaped um, our, our perception of music.
0: What's your favorite Beatles song?
2: We all have different ones. I, I, I think Solar Standing There is a big one. Uh, for the band as a whole, we play it usually as an encore in our gigs. So if you're at one of our gigs <laughs> and we haven't played Star Standing There, it's probably coming <laughs> as an encore.
0: All right, but, well, good to know. Uh, yeah,
2: I, I think for me, it's probably Let It Be.
1: Um, we, were, we were actually able to see Paul McCartney at Mosaic Stadium in Regina, Saskatchewan mm-hmm. uh, a few years ago, and it was one of the most amazing songs I'd ever seen live, one of the most amazing concerts. And yeah, I think for me, it's probably Let It Be. Um, I would say, it's, it's a tough one. I would say my favorite is probably, I gonna say Hey Jude, just because of um, musically, I love, I love the way it builds, I love the way it ends, I love the emotion that you hear in the voices. Um in the end um and I guess it, i to me i just it it has um in terms of instrumentation like it's all instruments that that we can play, and so you know when I'm listening to a song, it's like we we can do all this it's drums and piano and and guitar and, and vocals, so it's a it's it seems like a song within uh reach, fresh play, but you know we never never come close to playing it uh given it justice so
0: As young musicians, what was it like to be able to sit there and watch Paul McCartney play, and what did you guys take away from that?
1: Honestly, it's kind of hard to describe. Like just seeing you're you're watching a a piece of um, history, and so just being able to see him and like rock the stage at like 70 years or however old he was at the time, like it's just it's really inspiring, and yeah, it's it's really like breathtaking. It's pretty tough to describe. We we try to go to a lot of concerts, and I would say, at, at least for me, that's still my favorite concert I've ever been to. Yeah, um, me too. And yeah, so I think that that was just because I mean he he had no opener; it was just him. He played for how, three, hours. three hours, no breaks, and it, but you could just you could see the love of music in him. There, he didn't have to you know uh, do a, a tour or anything like that, but it's just. It's it's just for the for the love of music, just playing for three hours
2: straight, just just all of his favorite songs. It was, it was amazing. Well, I'm gonna be honest with you. I was like eight at the time. Um,
0: so you barely so, remember it then, memory, or
2: what? Yeah, my my memory is a little foggy. There's definitely points that I can remember. Um, he had some like cool pyrotechnics that were <laughs> sweet. But I was pretty young, so.
0: All right, let's talk about the new single called "Take My Breath Away," uh, the, which is out now uh tell me yeah. about this song where it came from and uh, and and you know why it got cut
1: yeah so i wrote this song a while back and i i just wrote it from experience and so that others can experience it as well so that they've all i think pretty much everyone's gone through a moment where someone or something has taken their breath away and something is truly kind of awe-inspiring and they they really don't know what to say or what to do in that moment and yeah i wrote this song and hopefully people are, are able to resonate with it. And yeah, I think we, we cut it. it. Uh, I think so far it's probably one of my favorite songs to date. I think maybe because I wrote it, but <laughs> well, let's,
0: let's talk about the experience. What, what, what was the experience that made you start writing this one?
1: I think at the time there was, there, there was a girl and I think I, I thought um, so
0: there must've been.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so I, I think that's the case with probably a lot of songs and a lot of the, when we write, it comes from our experiences or, our cousins or our friends experience. And for me, that was just one of the experiences at the time. And so I thought, you know what, I, this is a good way for me to get my emotions out and, and get that out. So,
0: Being young guys, what is it uh, like for your friend group? Uh, you know, knowing that you guys are a band, do you get a lot of support from them?
1: For sure. I think, I mean, when I tell someone I'm in a band for the very first time, people sort of, you know, it's just like, oh, like you're you're in a band. And, you know, like I don't think people... Maybe, maybe understand that that I take it um, as seriously, or that we take it as seriously as we do. So, but I, I definitely think, like, like for our friends, um, like they're they're super supportive, and they think it's it's super cool. At least the friends that like the music we play. Some of them uh, may not like it as much.
0: So. <laughs> do you ever have those friends that are, you're like, oh, why are you guys playing country?
1: Yeah, we do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, our friends who like country absolutely love it, but uh, some of them not so much.
0: Some of the other things that you guys draw from uh, are some of the great legends in country music, including Johnny Cash. What does he mean to you guys?
2: Well, as you mentioned, we are we are a big country uh, country band now, mm-hmm. and and the thing with Johnny Cash is he was influential in the country scene way back. He's made such an impact even on today's country. Mm-hmm. Um, Also, our grandpa is a huge fan of Johnny Cash, huge. So just like being able to draw some influence from him or play some of his songs means a lot and puts a smile on grandpa's face, which is always nice to see.
0: That's awesome. So tell me a little bit about some of the shows that you guys have been doing.
2: Yeah. So, I I mean, when
1: we started playing, we just started playing small things like at our our hockey fundraising party or like sort of wherever we can get. Um, And from that, uh, we sort of moved towards we started busking. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a while, and so we we did that. That was sort of a way for us to to get in front of people um, and get immediate feedback, sort of on what we were doing. We if we would play a song, people would either throw change or they wouldn't, and it was sort of a way that you could you could see what people liked, what people didn't like, um, and that was a way for us to sort of build our confidence um, and, and our and our musical skills um, in order to sort of move forward. And then, sort of in the past couple of years, we've had just some amazing opportunities to play. Some some really cool shows. For example, uh, there is a a Christian music festival um, just outside of Calgary every year called No Greater Love, and we had the opportunity to just support a an artist who is who is performing on the stage. Uh, his name is Fresh Eye. He's actually a Manitoba based artist. But that was super amazing for us. That was in front of you know thousands of people, and it was the first time. And even though we weren't the the main act, we were you know the band behind them. It was still. You know, that was the first time we've been performing in front of that many people, and it
2: was a super cool experience for us. Yeah, you'll kind of get a glimpse into what our shows look like with our new Take My Breath Away video coming out. So a little shameless plug here.
0: Oh, it's okay. Um, That's allowed. So,
2: so Take My Breath Away, the music video will be coming out. Uh, soon. I can't tell you exactly when. <laughs> yeah, soon. In the near future. Okay. Um... It's kind of a mixture of live performances and other clips. So the live performance will show you kind of what our shows look like.
0: Let's talk. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the busking thing. Now that's kind of an interesting experience. You guys were almost doing your own market research there.
2: Mm-hmm. It's a great way to,
1: um, well, one, learn how to project your voice. I found since I have been busking lately, it's it's hard to like have that be able to project. Well, it, yeah, it's really good to of see who stops by and who listens to you what songs work for a crowd what songs don't work for a crowd things like that so i mean we also get paid for it when
2: you're you know 12 to 16 that's a pretty good deal so <laughs>
0: nice little summer and job a, for you yeah, yeah sure.
2: and a tip for all the buskers out there uh play ed sheeran and the beatles <laughs> always that works every time
0: it draws them in does it it does.
2: Exactly. it
0: does have you guys ever been to the busking festival in montreal no we have not no oh you should go check that out yeah we should yeah thank you that, that there's a tip for you right there <laughs> oh, <really>? <laughs> <laughs> now you guys are you guys are big on on digital everything that you guys are doing is all digital yeah and and why part. have you and why have you guys gone that way
1: I guess there's definitely, definitely a move towards just digital media, media in all forms. So like, you know, our, our marketing, or promotion, we're going to try to do it through social media just because that's where you can reach the most people. Um, people tend to spend most of their time and be the most engaged. Um, and then in terms of, of releasing our music, we printed our last couple of albums, but, you know, most of our sales come from streaming. Um, and even, even then, it's like if, if our friends are to listen to our music, even if they were to buy a CD, they're not going to be able to uh, play it anywhere, really. So, so it's it, basically everything is sort of shifting towards that perspective. And I think us being, um, you know, between 17 and 23 years old, it's uh, it, that's sort of the world that that we've, you know, grown up in, and we've we've already started move, to move towards it. And that's where our friends sort of operate. So it's, it's it just seems like a natural uh, progression for us.
0: Isn't it sad that we can't find a place to play a CD anymore? <laughs>
2: It's very
1: yeah. sad, yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we have a uh, vinyl collection upstairs and a turntable that, that we absolutely love. But, you know, I had convinced convince some of my friends to buy buy a turntable and some vinyls or a CD or something. Our family used to have an old 93 Toyota truck uh, and used to have a cassette. And, oh, man, I miss this. <laughs> <laughs> there,
0: There's nothing like rolling in a car with a cassette playing and hearing the whirble of it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. So okay.
0: I tell you man, I burnt out a Def Leppard CD back in the day or a Def Leppard cassette back in the day and finally it just it, you know, it was done. It it couldn't do anymore. So uh, tell yeah. me what's in your uh, what is in your record collection that's upstairs?
1: We we inherited a lot of it from from our grandparents. So there's a lot of
2: um old stuff. There's some Beatles albums. Um, you, there's there's U2. U2. There's Prince.
1: Mm-hmm. Some um, Michael
2: Jackson. There's a queen.
1: Uh, but then there's also uh, some, some newer stuff. Yeah, we have some Zach Brown, some Brett Young, Ed Sheeran, Kayla Swift when she was country. <laughs>
0: and do you guys still enjoy going and playing vinyl? I mean, it, it still is it's it's a really true sound when you hear it on vinyl.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we, um, we enjoy it a lot. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, I guess just because it's to have something physical to see all the album artwork, to be able to really play something down and start playing it. That's that's a big thing. For a while, um, on on our Instagram, we ran a series called Turntable Tuesday, where we would show again another shameless plug. Go follow us on Instagram <laughs> at NewLawBrothers. Uh, but
0: you guys are good at that. Thank
1: you, We would we would you know show off our our record collection just because it gave us you know an excuse to to place the music um, on our our vinyls so that we could you know, just sort of like show it off and and you know it's it's just so fun so fun to have something physical
2: to to play
0: music. Excellent. All right. Well, where can folks uh, find you guys playing next? If uh, they're in the Calgary area, where are they, where are you guys playing?
2: We're playing at my school, at my school concert on December 10th. Isn't
0: yeah, that awesome, it's, awesome it's, for you guys? Yeah. yeah. Where can people find you guys on social media? Although you've kind of plugged that, but let's make sure we have all of the bases covered.
1: <laughs> yeah. We're, we're at new law brothers everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, technically Twitter, but, but we never we, do. we never go on Twitter but if you want to follow us you know you can do that uh-huh. um, yeah
2: then you can get more updates on, on some of our future shows yeah we might be really big on Twitter but we don't really <laughs> I'm
0: going to have to follow you now to figure that out
2: yeah. <laughs> right
0: all right New Law Brothers thanks very much for hanging out with us here on the podcast we wish you guys all the best your new single is out now and it's called Take My Breath Away all the best to you guys thank, thank you so
1: much thank you for having us
0: Thanks for listening to Inside Today's Country with Tim Black. Don't forget to like and subscribe. This has been a Tim Black on Air.com production.